0: Duchess, are you ready for a special treat? I I am. Hello, honey. Are you there?
1: Yes, I am.
0: We have the often imitated but never replicated Hubby Billy with us tonight. Out
2: in the far away, nearby. Can you hear my call? Out in the far away, nearby.
0: Welcome to episode 31 of The Faraway Nearby. Duchess, he's uh, just returned home from a long day at work and he's settled down to a hot cup of coffee and he's ready to chew the fat with us.
2: Well, that's nice. Do, do you think that a hot cup of coffee at this time of night is
1: advisable? A hot cup of coffee at any time of the day is quite advisable.
2: (laughs) But doesn't it keep you up at night?
1: No, just just hubby, not me. I just like to keep DJ up all night.
0: Yeah. How does
2: how does it keep DJ up?
1: Because I stay up and wake him up. Oh, I see. It's purely by
2: osmosis, really. Oh, so it does actually uh, keep him up at night it does actually keep billy up at night
0: but over the years i've gotten used to it so uh, um it,
1: he, he has knows. a good set of uh earplugs as mm. well as a sleep mask
2: well i used to drink coffee Copier. lots and lots of coffee at all times of the day but I found that coffee tends to, to relax me and I can sleep better with coffee if I've drank a lot of coffee before I go to bed. So I'm always interested about people in people that have drank a lot of coffee.
0: You know, when I was a kid, I once had a problem with caffeine where if I drank like a can of Coke or something within an hour or two, of it's supposed to be being bedtime. Not that my parents would let me have sugary drinks that close to bedtime. <laughs> but, uh, it, it, I wouldn't be able to sleep. Now, of course, nowadays, as part of the learning curve with my marriage, it really doesn't phase me anymore. <laughs> they well, say they say uh, that actually, apparently. If you drink a caffeinated beverage like coffee or tea or something, and you take a 20 minute little shut eye, that mm-hmm. you awake more alert because it's had a chance to metabolize.
2: That's true. And they recommend that for drivers who are getting real tired.
0: Ah. So we're going to kick things off. Now, um, our listeners haven't really heard much from my fair other half. I talk about him now and then. And I've actually had the privilege of him on my solo show when we went to a concert last weekend. Mm-hmm. And um the very first time our listeners or rather uh listeners heard from Hubby Billy was at the Farpoint convention when we went with Toppy Smelly. So uh if you'll dig back into the archives of the Smellcast back in February. We had a sci-fi road trip, and you'll hear about our adventures back then. But we're going to go ahead and sit for a few minutes with Hubby. He's been kind enough to join us with over his hot cup of coffee, and we're just going to get to know him a little bit better. So, Duchess, I think you have the first question. Have you pulled something up?
2: Okay, what do you usually eat in the
0: morning? Well, DJ
1: and I usually have eggs, with ground turkey, and we have a bowl of oatmeal. Now, well, that sounds good. <laughs> it is. However, it does get boring. So like this morning, we have discovered banana flour. It's gluten-free, but it's not calorie-free, but we make pancakes with it. So every once in a while, I like to change things up and make pancakes.
2: Well, that sounds good. Have you ever tried pouring salsa over your eggs?
1: Yes. I have something called pico de gallo. It's similar to salsa, okay. but it's got more onion and more cilantro. Oh. Okay.
0: And the particular one that we found actually is a low sugar variety, which is. Uh, well, a that's,
1: ra-
2: that makes it better, I'm sure. Mm-hmm.
0: We actually, honey, you made some. Uh, night for dinner. it's kind of breakfast for dinner, but uh, it was sort of like a crepe. Now, was that made with banana flour?
1: No, that was made with unflavored whey protein, which is similar to like sports protein. It's just unflavored and you get that in the health nut section and with ricotta cheese and lemon juice. And that's it. That sounds delicious.
0: Was it low fat or is it no fat ricotta?
1: Um, part skim ricotta. The low fat stuff is just chemicals.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> a nice little surprise inside was the dollop of um, sugar-free jam. We had mm-hmm. in our crepes last night. Okay. So the next question, and this should be a fun one. What is the craziest thing you've ever done, honey?
1: Hmm. Oh, that's an open-ended question.
0: It should. Um, <laughs> Let's leave it PG for our, our uh, Virgin ears. <laughs> well,
1: the craziest moment I would say, cause normally I like to stick to routines and normally I like to behave myself, but Oh, 20 years ago, I had gone with a few friends to Niagara Falls, and they had just opened the casino there. And we didn't really gamble, but there was a nice party atmosphere there. And we just went for, I would say, the day. But we all decided to book a room and all call in to work the next day. <laughs> now, all is good, in, you know, with calling in sick. However, we all worked for the same place when we did Uh it (laughs) and we were all managers so the supervisors got to work that day and have to deal with people (laughs) mysteriously all calling in at once for some odd reason
2: they didn't question you when you came back to work the day after
1: well no we're the managers they don't question (laughs) the managers (laughs)
0: <laughs> that that reminds me I once had a Bon Voyage party at an old job and well let's just say I figured out that I needed to stay for a little bit longer in order to pay for my moving expenses and I came back to work on Monday morning and the people who weren't invited to the party had gotten a little jealous and I got called into Human Resources <laughs> Because I hadn't exactly given my notice yet, but that's oh. story. <laughs> Would you like to pull another question, Duchess?
2: Okay, what is the longest that you've stayed awake for?
1: That was 36 hours.
2: Okay, and why did you stay awake that long?
1: I was working on a job for someone, and I had to get them this item, and I needed to get it done. It was very important.
0: And
1: I was literally, I I was up 24 hours and then I stayed up a little bit longer. I didn't fully sleep because I had to mail it too. So I had somebody drive me to the post office, drive me for supplies. So within those last 12 hours, I might've nodded off a little bit, Yeah, but it was the only time in my life I've ever hallucinated for some reason there were goats in my living room Ooh! did you try and stare them down no I was starting to get to the point where I didn't know if I was awake or not like it was a very dangerous situation because it's actually very unhealthy to do it
2: well yes it is (laughs) that doesn't mean that people haven't done it especially when you're quite young
1: But I did force DJ to do it when we were in Ireland, 24 hours. We had gotten into the hotel and because of my old business, I've done it many, many times up 24 hours. DJ and his sister were not. So as they're falling asleep trying to get a hotel room, which is impossible at 6 a.m., I'm running all over the place, hopped up on more coffee Mm-hmm. And then finally, I think we got the room DJ, what, about one o'clock? Yeah. They well, both passed out. <laughs> and I went out and explored <laughs> Ireland while those two <laughs> party poopers slept.
0: Well, you know, of course, check in at most hotels, even overseas, is like two or three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And we didn't think to request an early check-in because who wants to pay for another day? But with yeah. with uh, my husband Billy's funness for coffee... I'm surprised someone at the hotel didn't assume he worked there. (laughs) Tell me about your dream house.
1: Oh, well, I'm living in it now because (laughs) I dream about what it should look like because I actually haven't seen it yet. (laughs) So it is kind of the dream house because well d j you know we sit down and we plan on what we're going to do, and well, we know what we're going to do, and it's all planned out. we just haven't done it, of course, it's also the clearance sales too, whatever we do next
0: <laughs> yeah, There are quite a few thrift store stickers around the house, and you could evaluate the uh the uh, the estimate of our estate just by going through the price gun, probably.
1: <laughs> Well they're not easy to get off those stickers. Yeah. They 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 Goodwill could make millions by figuring whatever is on those darn stickers and sell it as glue because they could make millions. We have stickers on things that I have scraped and heated with a <laughs> blowtorch almost to scrape them off and they still will not come off.
2: I I think that's the wrong direction. I can't can't remember it, but if you uh, look up on YouTube a a, um, channel that is called Clean Your Space with Melissa Maker, Mm
0: -hmm. I
2: think she she would tell you what can take that off.
0: (laughs) Well, maybe they should start using the glue they put Goodwill stickers on with to um, cement the tips of people's walkers. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: they, they put it on like we buy a lot of ceramics. I'm into a lot of brutalism ceramics, which are kind of blocky. Some would say ugly and atomic age ceramics. And some of them have no glaze on parts of them. So, instead of putting it on the glaze where the sticker could sweat off in the store, they stick it on the unglazed portion. So, the glue soaks into the pottery. Oh, God. So, if you take the sticker <laughs> off, it becomes a spot where even if you dust, it's still dirty. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, you just leave them on, and people come into your house and, look, I found a 1960s vase worth $200, and I only paid 299 plus it was half price day.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> There's a couple of rules that apply when it comes to um, finding antiques at the thrift store. Number one, don't pick up a shopping cart at the door, because it's inevitable if you bring the cart in with you, you're not going to find anything you need. So, always wait until you've gone around the store to get your cart, because then you will need it. Um.
1: <laughs> and then, as you start picking the stuff up, you just need to give a look towards your hubby, who then grunts and goes up and gets the cart without even saying, <laughs> I have him quite trained by now.
0: But by that time, he's ready to throw away his coffee cup. So, he's all good to go to the front of the store, because that's where the trash can is. Yeah. But the other rule is that if it is at all possibly collectible, the damn sticker that they've put on it will be right over the most important part, the maker's print.
2: Oh, yes, of course. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Duchess, you have the next question. Duchess, you have the next question.
2: Okay, if you can choose to have any useless superpower, what would you
1: pick? Hmm. A useless one. Um, I would say electricity.
2: Okay.
1: Because I'm, but low voltage, like very low, like nine <laughs> volts, just just to be able to charge my phone and my laptop. Oh. Nothing that I can save the world with, just a very useless amount of nine or 12 volts so I could charge my electronics so I don't have to get up and get the <laughs> charge
2: i think that that it is not quite useless
1: but <laughs> <laughs> it's close to it
2: yeah it's it's uh it's certainly not doing anything for the general
1: public
0: well i don't know is nine volts enough to cause corrective action with a human <laughs>
1: <laughs> um it, it depends that. on if it's direct current or alternating current.
2: <laughs> haven't you haven't you ever taken one of those nine volt batteries and stuck it on your tongue?
1: Oh God, who hasn't? That's quite fun when you're a kid.
2: <laughs> I mean it just it doesn't it really doesn't hurt at
0: all it just okay well i i will let the cat out of the bag slightly i've always been referred to as an old soul and i think that's partly because i'm the youngest of my family i grew up having to compete and try to be older mm-hmm. so at a very early age i thought that was a dumb idea because i used to watch my brother do stuff like that and i had no desire to follow his footsteps
2: so, you're n- your brother never never walked up to you, handed you a 9 volt and told you to put it on your tongue.
0: No, I pretty much told him, You're an idiot. You go do that.
2: <laughs> okay. Of course my he- sisters used to do those things to me.
0: Oh, uh, see, my, my brother used to, because there's seven years difference between my brother and I. He used to go play with his friends, even though he was told to include me, he would leave me out. So, uh-huh. Um, I, I would just even him with him by breaking his toys. Mm.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I
1: have a horrible 9-volt battery strain. I don't think DJ has even heard this one. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> have you ever noticed if you take two 9-volt batteries, you can connect them
0: like Legos? Terminals kind of connect.
2: I think I have sort of,
1: but I've never tried it. Well, we we decided to do that when we were kids because we were stupid and bored and <laughs> we we forgot about it you know mm-hmm. we were downstairs watching tv we forgot about it and it somehow got shoved between the cushions Now, this was in a room that my mom usually didn't go in because, you know, it was the den for the kids. Uh And anybody with a sane mind would not go in there with all the Star Wars figures (laughs) and toys and everything. So my mom never went in there. We were all upstairs about ready to go to bed. And my mom, who never would scream, started screaming at us. And we were like, what is wrong? And she's like, you guys almost burned the house down. (laughs) And we're like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you never connect two batteries together. I just found this between the sofa. Mm -hmm. And looking back at it, they were quite hot. And it was hot enough that she could smell the heat of the cushions heating up downstairs. She could it was hidden within the sofa, so it it had to get hot enough to to you know get that foam where it would release some of its gases to yeah. smell it, so it was probably pretty dangerous. I don't know if it would catch the house on fire, oh eventually uh, it would have if she hadn't have found it.
0: Well, knowing what I do about my mother-in-law, I don't think there's a natural fiber in her house, so it probably wouldn't have taken much.
1: <laughs> so if there are any kids listening, don't do it. it it's just a bad thing.
0: <laughs> okay, so what do you miss most about being a kid?
1: Sugar, cereal, and Saturday mornings. Mm. And. <laughs> Hmm. which I pretty much still do the Saturday morning cartoon thing. I just miss the cereal. Yeah. (laughs) Because I don't know how in the hell I ever found putting sugar on Lucky Charms or Cookie Crisp tasty. Because I've had that stuff now, and they've cut the sugar out. Uh Uh-huh. But it's still too sweet. Yeah. And I, I don't know, but sugar on cereal, yeah. <laughs> I well, I I still kind of
2: like that, but generally I take something that is much it has much less sugar on it, like oatmeal or cream of wheat or something mm-hmm. along those lines.
0: Mm-hmm. I used to put sugar on my Rice Krispies. Is it any wonder that? One of my first trips to the dentist, I remember I had three cavities, and my mother, being the resourceful person that she was, she told the dentist when he asked when we wanted to schedule my fillings, uh-huh. she said, I have the day off. We can do it today. <laughs> the Faraway Nearby will soon be entering its third season. If you've enjoyed listening to the adventures of DJ and the Duchess, why not show your support? head on over to patreon.com slash tfnpodcast. There you can choose to make a donation. Who knows? Maybe you'll get an invitation to the Royal Compound for a future episode. But whatever you do, make sure you let us know our time's been worth it to you. Thank you from the both of us.
1: I had it worse than that. My dad had a good job and the best insurance you've ever seen. And the dentist was right across the street. (laughs) And we used to go a lot. I could probably set off an airport metal detector 20 feet away with how much metal I got in my mouth.
2: (laughs) I don't know. We didn't go to the dentist hardly ever. So,
1: well, you know, there are some people, I mean, like my teeth, for instance, they were, they, they've been chipping now that I'm older because of all the cavities Even the day before our wedding, I cracked a tooth in half on a piece of pizza. And (laughs) right before we went to Ireland, I cracked another tooth in half. I I think either the dentist was slightly insane, like the one from Little Shop of Horrors, (laughs) or he just liked the money from the insurance. But I have cavities that are, they just crack my teeth right in half they're so filled
2: well some people just have naturally i don't know what you would call them sensitive thought uh, may, that's not the right word just crap teeth crap. <laughs> they they have teeth that are just not very strong yes crap not crack crap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay mm-hmm. well i think my family sort of sort of had that too my oldest sister's daughter called me up one day close to Christmas time and talked to me for like four to six hours about what terrible teeth we had and how my, our, our parents, my sister and I's parents, had conspired to give us bad teeth.
1: Um, well, yes. I don't. It's in my family too. Everybody <laughs> has, well, I would say everybody has soft teeth, but most of them don't have their teeth anymore, except mm. for me. So yeah, it, it's partially genetics. Yeah. And, my, my and do you work hard to keep your teeth? Yes.
2: And that's probably why you have so much metal in your mouth too.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and you know what? Speaking of Goodwill, I found a two hundred dollar electric toothbrush with a dock and radio frequency device at goodwill for only what was it
0: 699
1: Mm -hmm. wow yes now everybody thinks of this toothbrush just sitting on the shelf with like gum and stuff all stuck in the bristles but it was sealed it was completely sealed I mean, so it wasn't like something that was used, but I found a really, really good toothbrush at Goodwill that even smiles at me when I'm doing a good job (laughs) or (laughs) frowns at me when I'm not.
0: Did Duchess, you have the next question?
2: What is the one thing that you would change about yourself?
0: Hmm,
1: hair. (laughs) I would like my hair back. Oh. I knew at an early age I would lose it because of my grandmother's side of the family. Mm-hmm. And with all of my wheat allergies and food sensitivities, um, I, it would always get thin because it affects your immune system and your hair. and right. your yeah. But that is the one thing <laughs> that I would change. Yeah, we don't I can do. understand
0: that. We don't have too many pictures of Hubby around, but there are some from the convention. Mm-hmm. And if if you can imagine it, listeners, um, some of the Hubby's early, younger pictures, when he was possibly in his early 20s, he looked like a young Jonathan Brandis. Now, <laughs> I think my husband is quite the handsome guy as he is, but just saying, with hair, back then he looked like Jonathan Brandis. So it's, it's very different. To see people when they were younger versus now and, you know, who you look like on the way.
2: Well, Well, yeah.
1: (laughs) Thank you for that compliment. But, yeah, I I wish I had hair. Of course, I did go out with a bang. Back in the 90s, there wasn't all these hair products that you used to be able to, you know, you buy all the metallic ones and the colored ones. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I was a bit crazy back then. And I used to take a little bit of Elmer's glue. Oh, no. <laughs> copper acrylic paint, like the acrylic cheap stuff, mixed uh-huh. together with a little bit of water. Now, that sounds a little extreme. However, most of the hair products out there, besides the waxes, is Elmer's <laughs> glue. Oh, really? Yes. That's disgusting. <laughs> 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 so I had, I was kind of a club kid, and there was nothing like the glint of the lasers or the strobe lights hitting my hair. I look like a disco ball. Now I still kind of do if I if I clean shave my head before I go out, and it's a little waxy looking. But back then, it was all metallic. <laughs> That's funny. <Yeah. laughs>
0: Honey, um what do you like to do on a rainy day? Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, that's an easy answer. What's well, the answer.
1: When when you own a house, you have to mow the yard. Now, when it rains and unfortunately for DJ, it has rained a lot this <laughs> The day I had to go in late, it downpoured, thundered, and lightning. The grass outside is not up to my knees, but it, it's, up, it's up beyond what, what little calves I have. So it, it's been raining a lot. So I can't go out and work in the yard. I can't go out and use my power tools to finish building the house. And the humidity and heat is so bad when it rains. We When we paint, we use a lot of faux glaze and finishes. Mm-hmm. The humidity is not good for that. It doesn't cause it to set well. So yeah. on the rainy days, there's not much that I can do except for catch up on my sleep from over drinking coffee all week and not getting <laughs> my sleep.
0: And uh, when you have wheat by accident sometimes.
1: Yeah. I, I've, I know I have a, um, I actually have the rare, I'm actually allergic to wheat, not the, I'm allergic to the gluten, But I'm actually allergic to the wheat. So I I get the double whammy of the wheat and the gluten. And sugar, I'm allergic to. But if I have a little bit here and there, I'm okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sick of eating rice. And it it does make you bloat a little. Mm -hmm. So I, I needed to try something else. And I figured, well, just a little bit of barley which is very heavy in gluten, mm-hmm. you No, know, I'll try it. Well, that has for a week caused me to, on my days off, fall asleep about 9 a.m. <laughs> and not wake up until 3, 3.30 after yeah. a full night's sleep. And I can't concentrate and I can't get anything done. So it's never a good thing. Yeah. But on the days that, you know, it's raining, I really can't get anything done. So I don't feel guilty about catching up on my sleep.
2: Yeah, but you can never really catch up on your sleep, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. I have an app for my my watch, and it tells me how much sleep I get a night. Now, uh-huh. the my day off is, is actually quite nice because I, I can get more than six hours, which is <laughs> rare during the week.
2: Right. So, but you can't really catch up on your sleep you can
0: can just get more than usual
2: well yeah but it's it's not really catching up on it
0: no but it gives me a nice little head start into my day off and i can (laughs) think but yeah you, you have the pleasure there
1: is something there is something with sleep though they have found that and i'm trying to look it up quickly, because I'm not exactly sure what it is. So I'll sound stupid for a minute. There is something to do. There is something released while you sleep that is not present or very low in people with Alzheimer's and dementia. Your body makes certain chemicals while you sleep. Now, your body can get so deprived of them that in actuality, if you do have a full day of extra sleep, it actually helps balance out those levels. I'm not sure what it's called.
0: I'm wondering if maybe it's it's one of the tonins, like melatonin or serotonin.
1: Possibly. I think it's melatonin. I didn't want to say it because I get words all mixed up. But there is there is some benefit to actually catching up on sleep. It's one of those voodoo medicines, though, where somebody says, oh, it it does this. And then 30 years from now, they'll be like, oh, my God, what were they thinking? But, But they have discovered that in Alzheimer's and dementia, they're missing whatever this is, that you can actually build your system up by getting that extra sleep.
0: At the rate we're going, in 30 years, sleep won't even be the same. We'll be sleeping standing up like the comb heads.
1: (laughs) I won't be. (laughs) They will have found a way to actually watch Netflix while sleeping.
0: Right.
2: Well, I frequently watch Netflix while sleeping, but that's... (laughs) That's, That's because funny. I have a I have a uh, I have a mild version of bipolar uh, syndrome or whatever you call it, mm-hmm. and so I tend to not want to sleep, and then I get very tired and have to sleep. So sometimes I'll stay up for like thirty six hours and then sleep.
1: I, I used to do that when I would get very, my chronic fatigue would set in. Uh-huh. Before I understood everything, I would actually stay up quite a lot. Even when I was a kid, I would stay up. Yeah. And it's funny now, you know, being obsessed with this gluten allergy health thing. I mm-hmm. was diagnosed with um, OCD and all sorts of those kid <laughs> things when I was younger. Even a slight bit of Tourette's, which would probably now be considered Asperger. And yeah. the the whole, you can really judge, you know, issues to some degree by your sleep. And, you know, people think, well, if you're tired or if you're depressed or you're having issues, you'd want to sleep. But mm-hmm. in actuality, you stay up and you don't go to
0: bed.
2: Well, actually, depression can hit you either way. You can sleep mm-hmm. forever or you can't sleep at all.
0: Well, it Correct. Has, it has to do with your REM cycle. You, you There is certain chemicals that the brain releases in your sleep state that you don't get during the day. And aside from getting your normal eight hours, people can get addicted to it. We have The next question.
2: What was the last book you read?
0: Oh, the last book that I actually read
1: was the last Harry Potter book. I hate to admit it. I haven't read anything <laughs> since then. <laughs> I used to do quite a bit of reading, even when I was younger I probably read all the Clive Barker, Stephen King books, along with a few others, and Mm -hmm. I I, I haven't read anything. I I had an issue with school where I I skipped, mainly because I, I wasn't sleeping at night. I wouldn't wake up for the boss. Yeah. So I was having difficulty. <laughs> so I, I got tutors. He actually hooked me on reading. If everybody, did you ever watch the Brady Bunch there, Duchess? As little as possible. <laughs> well, DJ. <laughs> Let's see if you know this. What book was always on his nightstand?
0: Oh, on uh, Mr. Brady's nightstand? Yes. Oh, geez. I don't know that I have... Another I know Carol was... Well, actually, they were usually both reading a book, weren't they? Or or No, he was reading a book always, and she was always working in needlepoint in bed, I think.
1: I believe it was Jonathan Livingston's Seagull. Oh.
2: That he was reading?
1: Yes. Okay. It was on his um, nightstand in many many episodes, <laughs> I was, I and I, um, the, I think they even brought it up in the movie. Those were the weird books that he got me on. He he was like this old old hippie that was very very good at picking these random subjects that interested me. Mm-hmm. As weird as John Livingston's books are, he got me to read them. I read a lot of books that most people would be like, whatever. But he found <laughs> ways of motivating me to read these odd little books. So I,
0: I'm surprised you didn't mention any of the uh, Christmas gifts that you've received.
1: <laughs> well, every year, DJ gets me all of these books. Uh-huh. And I do go through them. And he has got me quite a few Doctor Who ones, but uh-huh. it, I find it very hard to find time to actually read. When well, yeah, I sleep. get, I, but I sleep on my days off sometimes. <laughs> so I get excited, very excited, when my car needs to be worked on, or I need to go to the dentist. Mm-hmm. or doctors, where if I go and they say, I'm sorry, there's going to be a wait. Yeah. I, I think I won the lottery. because then <laughs> I, I can sit there and do nothing and not yeah. feel guilty about it. And I, I should bring a book. Our mechanic doesn't have Wi-Fi or won't give <laughs> out the code, which is why DJ hates going to him. Yes. So, but, you know, I... I I don't get to plan these moments out very well because they happen so infrequently. Mm -hmm. So I I should start reading those books then, but you know I, I don't really have a lot of
0: time well, yeah. and, and they've just spread out over the years because I don't buy him a pile of them I just get him a themed book each year like this last year I got him a book called the Atlas Obscura and there's even a website I do believe but it's strange and unusual places throughout the world places that you might not ever get to yeah so it's just sort of a, an encyclopedia of oddities so yeah. okay well um I
1: just found an oddity online. They actually had in 1973. Oh, good Lord, that thing's worth that much. A 1973 Jonathan Livingston seagull lunchbox for children. Oh, my Mm -hmm. God. (laughs) <laughs> it is on eBay right now. So, Duchess, if you want that John Livingston Seagull lunchbox, you better start bidding because it's, it's getting up there in price.
2: I don't think I need one that bad. That must have been what eBay sent me a notice about today.
0: Or
1: we'll to I can't believe they made that. <laughs> maybe maybe they have a Bell Jar lunchbox. That could be interesting. Yeah, that could.
2: That might wow. actually be worth it investing money
1: into i actually read that when i was younger that was another one of the weird books sylvia plath books that i read Mm -hmm. that's a very difficult read for a high schooler but yeah he got me to read it and luckily i can read it pretty i can read at a really good pace but no sadly there's no sylvia plath bell jar merchandise <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's, a, that's really unfortunate but probably not mm-hmm. but uh,
0: anyway so duchess you have the last question
2: okay what's better having high expectations or low
0: expectations hmm
1: what's better uh-huh um i would say high expectations because for me that motivates me Mm. If I have a low expectation, I find that I don't do as much. Now, the high expectation and being disappointed, you're disappointed in both. Because if you set a high expectation and you don't get there, you're disappointed you didn't make your goal. Mm -hmm. And if you set a low expectation and you just kind of meet it, then you feel disappointed in yourself because you were lazy and didn't really feel like motivating yourself that high.
2: Yeah, I think that's a good
1: answer. (laughs) If it made any sense after being up since this morning. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> it makes sense.
2: I, th- I think you're doing pretty good.
0: So, wrapping things up here, uh, this is not one of the random questions, but I throw thought I'd throw this in just to set the tone for tonight's episode. Since this is our last episode for the summer, we're taking a little break, and we'll be coming back at the end of September with our next live show. So, honey, could you tell our listeners... What are you looking forward to about this summer?
1: Well, this summer we have a bunch of things planned. We have a camping trip planned. We have an anniversary planned and a couple other events that you don't even know about planned. Ooh. So it's <laughs> not over. Summer's not over with completely yet, but there's a few things that we still can enjoy the nice weather.
0: Yeah. If you'll stay tuned, I will continue to produce my solo show, Surely You jest. You can check that out at surelyyoujust.wordpress.com. I have been putting up about a couple of episodes each week. It's just my little solo journey in life. And they're about 15 minutes each. I record those from my car. Now, if we keep our fingers crossed... The Duchess may soon be following that curve. She has talked about her own little solo project, and she's even bounced around some ideas for that. So let's all give the Duchess a round of applause, and let's encourage her and reach out to her on Facebook. She needs more friends in her life. She can be found under TFN Sue Duchess, and... The Duchess has a birthday at the end of this month, so be sure to flood her Facebook page with well wishes and warm thoughts.
2: My granddaughter and I, Cleo, are doing a YouTube channel called Bits and Bobs. They don't take very long, I think they're all under 15 minutes. We post it once a week at Five o'clock on Wednesday nights. And you can find it under bits and the letter N, like in Nancy Bob's. Now you will come and when you type that in, you're gonna bring up a whole bunch of stuff. But if you sort through it, we'll will show up. And the picture that will show up is an avatar of an older lady and a young a young lady.
0: And if you are on Facebook, look for the official Facebook group for the far away nearby. It's called the tree house in the courtyard and the Duchess is sharing the links for her YouTube channel there also.
2: Yes. And thank you all for joining in.
0: And thank you honey for joining us and uh, sharing your cup of coffee with us. Well,
1: thank you for having me.
2: Well, yes. Thank you very much. You should join us more often.
1: And I'm gonna... I don't know if the podcasting world is ready for that yet. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: thank you for listening to the far away nearby
2: you can visit our web page at tfnpodcast.com
0: find our fan page on facebook
2: follow us on twitter at tfndj and visit our companion blog on tumblr
0: our show is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher Radio.
2: Send us an email at tfnpodcast at
0: Text or leave a message at 720-230-6919. This program is a proud member of UniVoz. Unified, unique voices. Learn more at univosepods.net.